Monday, Halton cops revealed that they had arrested three suspects. They've been charged with multiple counts of theft under $5,000. They stole from the LCBO, allegedly. And the LCBO released a statement this week, and it said, as shoplifting continues to rise across the retail industry, the LCBO retail stores remain targets for shoplifters. And they also say that um, that the union representing its employees is overblowing the amount of money that are that can be accounted for um, through lost product from people uh, shoplifting. That's seventy-seven million dollars. They say was lost to shoplifting in 2018. The union says no, that's not right. Uh, shoplifting over the last, or the um, LCBO says that's not right. Shoplifting over the last five years has been consistently uh, around six million dollars, just under six million dollars in retail dollars per year. That's a huge discrepancy. The union or the um, LCBO also said there is a direct correlation between increased media attention and increased incidents of of thievery in the LCBO. David Hyde joins us right now. He's an independent security consultant. David, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kelly. What do you think of the LCBO's claim that it's the media might be at fault? Well, if we just step back a second, Kelly, there's, there's three things that need to be present for these crimes to occur, right? One of them is a motivated offender, and that offender is going to learn of the opportunities to steal from a variety of mediums. We need a suitable target, an attractive target in the store. And then the absence of a capable guardian, like there's not a capable person or, or a system or technology to kind of intervene or catch the thief. And that's why that's how criminals choose targets. So if you look at through that, that's the kind of background theory behind behind crime causation. So if you look at the claim that the media is you know partly responsible, there's probably a grain of truth there because the reality is when criminals consume information uh, and they know that this is this place is very easy to go to, no one's going to intervene. There's high price merchandise that you can steal uh, without really any recourse, and then you can sell it for a pretty good uh, price on the dollar. It's possible that that could spur on a little bit of the overall intent or focus of criminals, but I don't see that as being a root cause issue or something that can be pointed at as the as the problem here. Is it one of the root causes the fact that the LCBO's shop theft policy is to manage uh, shop theft situations in a manner that doesn't endanger their employees or customers? Well, it, it, it does. That's definitely uh, a significant root cause, but it's also one that's understandable because I've worked in shopping malls for many, many years earlier in my career, and I watched and saw and was involved in arrests of these thieves. They're very brazen. Some of them are homeless or desperate or have uh, drug addiction problems, etc. So, you know, you do see uh, people that it can be very violent, and we don't want to put the staff in harm's way in that way. But, you know, there's a lot of other options open to the LCBO, I'm sure. I have no knowledge of what they're doing on the program. They've obviously got people and resources on this. But there are things they can do. We need to identify the the highly targeted merchandise, which is the alcohol, um, the premium liquor that's being targeted the most. How can we better protect, better isolate, better insulate that from theft? And it's also private security that needs to be involved. I'm aware they do have private security, of course, as reported in the media, but those folks need to be coordinated. 
identify the high-risk high stores, go undercover, and they need to start making some arrests and getting these guys in front of the criminal justice system to send the message. And then the media message is going gonna, is gonna, to you know, tamp down the criminal's intent because they're going to realize that there actually is repercussions if they try and do this. David, why undercover? Wouldn't it be because, more of a deterrent if they were, like, uniformed and uh, people are like, well, I, clearly they have a security guard? Yeah, here's the problem. There's not enough gonna be enough budget. There's so many stores, right. and you need to put a uniform security guard in, in every store consistently. And the one day the guard's not there and the bad guy walks by, oh, great, the guard's not there and they're going to walk in. The beauty of undercover security is you don't know who that person is. It could be the customer on the far side of the store. It could be the guy sitting in the car outside or the lady sitting in the car outside the store. No one knows who that undercover security is. And those undercover people, they want, they're watching for criminals. They, they've got a Rolodex of the pictures from the CCTV system of all the people that have stolen before, the, the thefts that have gone undetected or, un, or um, uh, uninterrupted. And they have that data, and they can identify the signs of people who are looking as though they're going to steal something. And that's why it's a blend of undercover and uniform security that's always the best way. You know, one of our listeners, when we were talking about this yesterday, emailed and said, why don't, why doesn't the LCBO just retrofit the doors? So it's a double door situation in most LCBOs. Why don't they make it so that you can lock the person in that uh, double door area? Well, there's a, there's a couple of things about that. That's definitely a way. You can also ID people or screen people on the way in. And that's likely to have an impact on the psyche of the criminal that they've been videotaped, that, that, that we know that they're in there. So they might not then perpetrate the crime. But on the way out, if you lock them into that vestibule, um, A, they're going to smash their way out. So you've got to really strengthen the vestibule, which is a big retrofit cost. And B, what if a customer gets locked in with them or there's some, there's, you know, there's some risk from flying glass if they're breaking their way out? So there are a number of risk issues to look at, but it's certainly an option in high-risk stores that they could look at, for sure. If the losses are closer to what the union says, $77 million, how expensive would it be to hire security guards at every store? Well, I don't know the number of stores for the LCBO. It's definitely in the hundreds. And look, security is not cheap. You're looking at, in terms of a, of a rate to pay for security guards, um, 25 bucks an hour, let's just throw it around there, as a rate that you would pay a security company to give it some kind of a number that's in the ballpark. You times that by the hours that those stores are open and the days and things, uh, it's a it's a multi-million dollar spend on security. You'd probably spend more on that than you're losing. So it's always a balancing act. You do want to do some uniform security, but you got to choose the stores where you get the most bang for the buck. Rotate the security around, but you need the undercover. And frankly, the police need to step up too. The police are, are quite rightly saying, look, we can't be everywhere. We can't be in your stores, etc." But when you have something that's at this level of crisis, it's an epidemic in this particular store, the police need to come forward, work hand-in-hand with private security and the LCBO, and there needs to be a task force on this that really identifies there's probably 30 or 40 brazen uh, career criminals that are, are the main culprits. Of course, there's more than that, but there's probably a core of 30 or so hardened individuals 
and they're the ones that we need to catch and put into the justice system. Yeah, Chris just sent me the number, 651 LCBO stories. So that's a lot of uh, money for the um, security guards. I've noticed employees working as greeters in the front of the store. Do you think this is a loss prevention strategy? Most definitely is. There's a reason why Walmart's done it for many, many years. And Walmart's got an amazing loss prevention program. And that's why they do that. You know, Would it work, greeter. though, in this situation? Well, I think it would help. You know, one of the things that the criminal wants is anonymity. I know these, some of these guys are very brazen. They come in and they grab things and they kind of walk out, but they don't want to be identified early. And if you greet every customer who comes in and they're all on CCTV with a monitor there showing them walking in the store, these are the things that can start to impact on the motivation of the criminal. And some criminals will decide to go to the next store. Well, it, it is working, the video footage, because uh, according to the numbers, I think the police made uh, 2,500 arrests last year uh, just working with CTT, CCTV cameras and the LCBO. So uh, you might be onto something, David. I appreciate your time today. It's been a pleasure, Kelly. All the best. Thanks so much. That's David Hyde, independent security co- uh, consultant, talking about what's going on in the LCBO and ways that we might be able to tamp down some of the thefts that's going on.